This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. The hatred that is burning Bangladesh is burning Afghanistan too. The difference? Bangladesh has a government. Afghanistan has pretenders. Earlier today, there was an explosion in Kandahar. The target was a Shiite mosque. Eyewitnesses are reporting three suicide bombers. One of them blew himself up at the entrance. The other two detonated their bombs inside. It was absolute carnage. Dead bodies strewn on the floor, windows and doors shattered and people rushing the injured to hospitals. Firing started after we ended the prayers. Then two, three explosions took place. We were thrown towards the window. Many people, martyred or wounded, were laying there. I don't know what happened later. At least 37 people have lost their lives. More than 70 others have been injured. This is becoming a pattern in Afghanistan, targeting Shia mosques on Friday. There was one attack last week as well, and it was in Kunduz. ISIS Khorasan suicide bombers attacked a mosque. More than 50 people were killed, more than 100 injured. This time, though, no one has claimed responsibility so far. But looking at the pattern, the target and the modus operandi, ISIS Khorasan remains the most likely suspect. What is the Taliban doing about this tree of violence? They triumphantly claim that the war is over. They said there is no Al-Qaeda in the country, no ISIS Khorasan in Afghanistan. Then who is perpetrating these attacks? No answers. This explosion happened in Kandahar, remember, the Taliban's biggest stronghold, their spiritual home. If they cannot defend their own home, how can the Taliban defend an entire country? Right now, there is no strategy. Afghan citizens are sitting ducks. Terrorists attack. The Taliban's so-called special forces arrive. They show off their shiny guns, and that's it. There is no counter-terror strategy. There is no long-term plan. Today marks two months in power for the Taliban. What have they done in this time? They've banned girls from schools, they've carried out public executions, and they've targeted religious minorities. Outside the country, they have been on a fundraising spree. Their latest stop was Turkey. The Taliban's foreign minister, Amir Khan Mutaki, was in Ankara this week. And he had two demands, diplomatic recognition and financial assistance. The fact that the current Islamic government in Afghanistan, which has met all the criteria, is not recognized means that the human rights of the Afghan people are being violated. Afghanistan must have positive relations, travel, interaction and trade with the world. All these are the rights of Afghan. And whoever contravenes these rights means that he violates the universal principles of human rights. And it is not in anyone's interest to continue saying this. He's one to talk about the rights of Afghans, met all the criteria. That's what the Taliban minister says about the government. That's simply not true. The fact is the Taliban have failed to bring security. Let me show you their two-month track record. August 26th, an attack on the Kabul airport. 180 people dead, including American troops. September the 18th, four explosions target Taliban patrol vehicles in Nangarhar. Seven people dead. September 22nd, another attack in Nangarhar. Two Taliban fighters and a child were killed. October the 3rd, blast outside the Eidgah Mosque in Kabul. Several people killed, at least 20 injured. These are some of the big attacks. 
Some of them targeted civilians, some of them targeted the Taliban's own fighters. In all these cases, they promised justice. They promised to nab the perpetrators. Just one problem, the Taliban have no idea how to do any of this. Counterterrorism, you see, is complicated business. You need espionage, you need surveillance, you need state-of-the-art technology. The Tal Taliban do not have any of this. And more importantly, they haven't admitted the problem. They're denying the existence of ISIS fighters on their soil. The world community has to take note of this. They will have a chance next week to do this, October the 20th. That's when Russia is holding a special meeting on Afghanistan. The Taliban will be participating. President Vladimir Putin can take the lead in holding the Taliban accountable. And he's already made a start. Putin says around 2,000 Islamic State fighters have amassed in Afghanistan. According to our information, the number of fighters in northern Afghanistan alone is about 2,000. Their leaders are preparing plans to expand their influence in Central Asian countries and Russian regions by stirring up ethno-religious conflicts and religious hatred. The terrorists seek to infiltrate the territory of CIS countries by posing as refugees. This is exactly what the Taliban promised to prevent. They promised to weed out terror. They said Afghan soil will not be used for radicalization. Look at what's happening now. These attacks will give terrorists confidence. With terrorists in power, they will also inspire others to join. The question is how long before they spill out of the Afghan borders?